welcome to today's podcast. My name is Holly Stevenson. I'm joined today by Sandy Johnson. Hey, Cheyenne Hills Church. We're so glad you're joining us. Uh, today we get to talk about temptation, which I know nobody ever struggles with. So we thought, hey, take a so are we talking about our temptation or when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness? We're going to talk about when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness. Particularly, we're going to look at Matthew chapter 4, um, roughly 1 through 22, uh, right in there. And But to start off, I think we need to know what is temptation? What is that definition? And so it says it's Temptation is anything that promises satisfaction at the cost of obedience to God. And that's a, an amazing um, definition. And so just a little bit back up, um, we're getting a lot of information. Some of us have been going through the version um, during our Lent season of walking with Jesus. And so if anybody out there listening has been going through that uh, version with us, thanks so much for doing that. I'm loving watch, uh, reading all of the comments um, after each day. I'm really getting a lot of insight. But that's where we got that specific definition, definition from. And these will kind of correlate with the two, three, four, and five from that study. Yeah, perfect. So uh, looking at Jesus's temptation, um, he was basically tempted three times. And uh, the first one, he had a response each time the Satan tried to tempt him. Yeah, and and his and his response was always scripture. So, and I I love that because um, I mean that's why it's such a good reason to to learn scripture that we can respond. I mean, we're talking about Jesus's temptation, but um, but we have all been tempted and are tempted. I speak for myself, tempted on a daily basis. Yeah, and uh, so they even recommended within that study that just to, to memorize those responses as scripture. So the first temptation, he uh, was the lust of the flesh. And he responded, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And that's that's amazing. And so if I if I personalize that a little bit, you know, when I'm thinking of lust of the flesh, it's it's things like I want it. I need it. I deserve it. Um, And so uh, to stop myself from those thoughts and think about um, what it is that that I really am doing uh, to kind of refresh my mind with scripture verse would be what I need to do in my personal life. Uh, one of the things they recommend is take that I want it and flip it to I want God. Yeah, and that's amazing to, to kind of flip that over to him. And uh, I was at a conference not too long ago, and they talked about how Satan likes to use two truths and a lie to trip us up. Yeah. And I love that. So I was at that same conference. It's the if conference that we went to. And, you know, do you guys remember that game from like when we were kids, it was two truths and a lie. And so that was just so much fun, except for when this particular speaker talked about it, that really is how Satan catches our attentions, right? He tells us two things that are true and then he sneaks a lie in there and we buy all of it as a lie, as the truth. I'm sorry. So for example, my friend Sandy is wearing an awesome sweater today and she looks really happy. Those are two truths. She looks happy, and she probably is. And uh, she has on a cute sweater. Uh, so then I say to myself, well, I need a new outfit if I want to be happy. That's right. the lie. The two truths and a lie. I want. I want, yeah. If I, I want that sweater, because then I will... Then I will be happy, or yeah. then I will um, be like my friend Sandy that I'm. I'm talking about myself. That's weird. Um, <laughs> but then I will be like that person um, that I probably, if I speaking for myself again, probably a little bit jealous of while she's wearing a new sweater, and so and, I deserve it. And really, what I should be focusing on is how great for my friend that she's happy today. 
I want God in my life and God will help me to see how to be happy. That's awesome. Yeah, that's an awesome example. So the second sin that uh, Jesus worked with um, was the pride of life. And uh, he said, again, it is written, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Yeah. And again, if I if I personalize that a little bit for myself, and again, some of these are in that devotion. So um, I'm going to give credit where credit is due. But if I personalize it to myself, you know, the pride of life is I don't need any help. I can do this by myself. I almost become my own God. And and if I'm about me, it's all all about about me. It's all about me. And it's all about I. And if I really personalize it. I think if I ask for help, then that makes me look weak. Yeah. And so if I'm, especially if I'm at work or something and I'm trying to impress my boss or trying to impress my friend or anything, if I'm asking for help, then that makes me look weak. And I almost, uh, for me, it's almost when I start thinking about how I am so important that da, 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 and I can handle anything because I'm da, 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 da. And when in reality I can't without God and it needs to be more of Jesus, less of me. Yeah. Absolutely. And so I had a, a really a little convicting moment this morning um, as I was preparing uh, with my two truths and a lie for this one, because um, I was being a little prideful. I'm a mom and I love my son. Truth. Uh, my son is graduating and going to college this year. Truth. I'm handling, I'm going to handle being away from him so easily. It's going to be That's so simple. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Such a lie. Such a lie. It's very prideful. And in reality, I'm going to need God to get through that because right. I love my little boy. <laughs> well, and then also, I mean, if we if we extend that to truths in a life, we extend that lie that maybe in that moment you believe, um, then, you know, then when you do have those moments where you're missing it, when you're an empty nester, then Satan can really come in and sneak and get a foothold and say, well, if you would have only mm-hmm. done these things as a mom— um, if you would have prepared yourself sooner, if you would he'd have want to come home, he'd want to come home more often, all of those things. And so then we, then immediately it goes from, I miss my son to, um, I can quickly get to, I was a bad parent yeah. as I was raising my, my child. And so that again, I mean, I love that two truths and a lie. And I, I really am going to start filtering some of those things in that way. And one of the other things with, with pride, sometimes pride hides itself as humbleness. Yeah. And so sometimes I can think, I don't need help. Other people need more help than I do, is more deserving than I am. But really, uh, for me, it's I'm being prideful that I don't want help. I can handle it. Right. And humbleness, I mean, that's what's that old definition of humbleness isn't thinking less of yourself, but thinking more highly of others. And so, yeah, I, I can humble can be prideful. Let's see. So there was another thing that Satan tempted Jesus with. And I, I love, he just said, be gone, Satan, exclamation point. I love that's right. that. That's right. <laughs> uh, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve, uh, which is just a neat scripture and remindful. And so what they were dealing there was the lust of the eyes, um, putting other things first over uh, your relationship with Christ. Right. And and in that particular scripture verse, um, you know, Satan was like, you can have all 
all of these things, right? And if if anybody deserves everything, it's Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like for sure, he deserves everything, and he's still like begone saint. And I I shared this with um, some friends, you know, um, a little bit ago. And sometimes I do that. I'm like I just run around my house like a crazy person. Like Satan, you have no foothold here. Get out! Like in the name of Jesus, get out of my house. Get out of my mind. Get out of my room, uh, because because he can sneak in there. Um, with you probably have a two truths and a lie yeah. that you want to share. Well, before I get there, though, I was going to, uh, there was the prayer room, I think is what yeah. it, the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, and I just love, there's a scene in there where she is just uh, reciting scripture just over and over and over. And every time she uh, reads the scripture, she just shouts it a little louder and a little louder. For me, going back to my son, uh, when he was little, I had uh, troubles getting pregnant. And so when we finally brought him home, I didn't want to put him down because he might disappear. Like in the back of my head, I just thought he might disappear. So at night when the darkness would come, I had to sit there and just over and over and just repeat that, that that God is in control. This is a house of God. God owns my house, you know, and um, to call on that power that I can't do it. Um, I, I don't deserve it. It's through him only that we can find strength. And what do you know? In the morning, he was there. He was still there. And, and <laughs> he had not disappeared. And we do have, I mean, in, in the name of Jesus, we do have the exact same power that Jesus had at that moment when he was rebuking Satan. Like, I have that power in me. And uh, through Jesus, not through myself. Through Jesus. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Uh, Francis from um, Uganda uh, taught us a really short prayer one time when he was out here. Uh, cancel the plans of Satan in the name of Jesus Christ. And I don't, since I have, it's so simple, so sweet. And I have used it so many times. And sometimes I yell it a little bit, like cancel your plans in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little passionate in there. All right. So my two truths and a lie. Um, There was a catalog uh, next to my thing. So I was thinking about money this morning. So this is where the, I deserve, right? I deserve, I I love my job and I earn money at my job. Truth. I pray for financial discernment. Truth. I deserve to buy and spend as I see fit. <laughs> well, yeah. I can tell myself that's true, but it's probably not. Yeah. More yeah. of Jesus, less of me. Yeah. Um, I, I think sometimes I move to before I get an answer because I deserve it. Right. So surely this is the answer God would want for me. Yeah. And again, I'm, I mean, I agree with that 100%. And I would say that for me, when I'm thinking of lust of the eyes, jealousy plays in a lot in my world. Yeah. And so I work hard. I worked extra hours. I do. So, but I love, I'm going to go back to that two truths and a lie. I love that because we, we, of course, Holly made some, uh, did some examples of small examples, but you can use that for anything like, um, you know, like I woke up late, I'm going to be late for work. And then immediately Satan can tell me I'm worthless because I can't make it to work on time. And so you really have to get those, take those thoughts captives mm-hmm. uh, to, to who Jesus is. So. Yeah. So, you know, we talked about um, Jesus being tempted all three times and how he responded with scripture. And, you know, and I just was thinking about that, like um, each time he responded with scripture, it was as if he was encouraged a little more as, as if he uh, received a little bit more strength from almost God more the Father, o- almost more bold, right? And then, of course, this is Jesus. And and then we know that at the end, um, 
if you read through through Matthew, that at the end, you know, the angels did come and did take care of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you you thought of something. You thought, like, what about two truths and a truth? Yeah. So uh, the other thing I wanted to mention, too, is that temptation in itself is, is not a sin. But temptation can open doors that lead to sin. And so that's why it's so important to uh, to shut that down. And so I was thinking two truths and a truth. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, so if you le- even look at some of these that I uh, looked at before, um, uh, my I love my son. Uh, my son is graduating going to college. Jesus loves me, and he will work with me through that. Or even I love my son. Um, my son is going to college, and Jesus loves my son even more than I could possibly love my son. Right? That's a good one. And and so yeah, and so and then this is the other thing I always kind of like. Because obviously we know how the story ends. Jesus wins, right? But I mean, I can resist temptation, and that is what God calls me to do. God calls me to resist temptation. If you were in uh, um, in service um, when God, when uh, Pastor Galen was talking about uh, sin was crouching at the door, and then evil, like that difference between sin and evil. Like back to your point, Holly. Like the the temptation isn't what the sin is; it's acting on that temptation. And so I truly have to renew my mind with Scripture right yes. away so that I don't even allow Satan even like a little bit of a foot in. Yeah. Um, like I don't allow him a seat at my table. That's a book by Louis Giglio. I'll give him credit. Um, don't let, you know, don't allow enemy a seat at your table. So I can't even do that. Yeah. And I always, um, so they, uh, Pastor Galen talked about that sin was crouching at your door. And um, sometimes I'm like, yeah, my door was open. He just walked in. He just walked right was, in. He didn't even have to crouch out there. He I was just like, hey. and, and sometimes I invite him in, right, because of, uh, of those things, because mm-hmm. lust of the flesh and pride of life and lust, and um, lust of the eyes, right? Yeah. I just, he doesn't need to do a whole lot of work. I'm like, come on in, buddy. Um, everybody else is doing it. It's okay for me to do it. But I want to I want to just kind of, just then kind of put a little bow on that. Like, um, I am called to renew my mind and to, and to, uh, resist temptation or not fall into sin. With that said, I could do all of those things. And on this side of heaven, I'm not guaranteed perfection. Like it's my best life. Isn't supposed to be lived this side of heaven. Um, and so, you know, if I'm looking at the scripture, once Jesus, uh, resisted the devil the third time, then the angels kind of swarmed in. I'm totally paraphrasing, um, (laughs) swarmed in and took care of all of his needs. Right. Like, like Jesus is going to take care of my needs, but maybe not in the time frame that I think, but that doesn't mean I ought not resist temptation. Right. And I think the other, amazing thing about Jesus is you finish reading through Matthew and you find out there's grace. There's grace. And uh, so if that temptation does become sin, I can confess um, and I will be forgiven and Absolutely. I will be grace. And then I can be like, okay, that's a door I need to close. There was a temptation there and I can keep a better eye on that to keep that out. Yeah. So it doesn't become sin next time I can Shut it down. I can be convicted from that. I mean, he wants a contrite heart, right? Scripture talks about he he wants a contrite heart. And really, I mean, this is my own little, like he, like at the end of the day, Jesus wants me to want him more than I want anything else. And that can be in good things as well. Like at this point, I'm not even just talking sin, like good things. He wants me to want him more than I want my child to go to college, more than I want um, the, you know, to be married more than I want, like just include the more than I want 
the that job that's going to get me out of debt. Like those are all good things, not sinful things. But if I, you know, if we go back to your definition, mm -hmm. anything that distracts me from God, right, then that becomes sin. So if I want that great job that's going to get me out of debt, it's a good thing. Uh, but if I'm sacrificing my relationship with Jesus for that job, yep. then that can become a stumbling block and Satan can use that as temptation and sin and, and lead me down that yeah. way. So, yeah, I had a uh, relative who actually was offered a better job. They were very excited about it. And so the truth was they were going to get a little more money, uh, move to a great location. When he got there, um, they wanted him to compromise his morals. Yeah. And as a Christian, he said, I, I can't do it. And he had to step down from the job. Yeah, uh, He was devastated, but sometimes you have to, you have to do that, make those choices. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, simple way for me to check myself. And sometimes I do it well, and sometimes I do it horribly. Um, but a simple way for me to check myself is what I just said. Like, am I, am I, is my desire for this thing more than my desire for God? That's it. I mean, it is so simple and yet so hard. And again, I'm not just talking sin. I'm talking good things. And God does want to give us good things. But is my desire for that more than my desire for God? I like there's a, a song out about um, I don't want to leave a legacy. Yeah. Only Jesus. Only Jesus. And, and we love that. Just only Jesus. And so we're going to end with that. Only Jesus. Amen. We um, thank you so much for listening to us. We want to wrap up. If you haven't done the U version, it's it's a great. Um, again, it's called Walk with Jesus. So we invite you to join us as we're doing U version. It's not too late to jump in, and uh, we also invite you to play that game, Two Truths and a Lie, and see if you can catch some of those lies that Satan is whispering yeah. to you. It so. has really surprised me where where those lies pop in at. Yeah. So it's a good thing to yeah. keep an eye on. Thank you, Cheyenne Hills Church. And uh, we hope that you have an amazing day in Jesus. Amen. Amen.